five, four, three, two, one, ignition. We have liftoff. Hello, world. It is I, Andy Kimber, sounding very clear and non-fuzzy with uh, new microphones. Hooray! It's show 92, 5th of May, mm, 2019. I nearly said 1919. Or 1920, which wouldn't be quite as bad. But anyway, it's 2019. Uh, I'm on my own today. It doesn't really matter because I think that's what I planned. This week, it's science fiction. Yes, it is. Science fiction! Yeah, science fiction. As I say, I'm on my own, but I don't care. I'm, I'm just going to use this this opportunity to just uh, just chill out a bit. I'm on my own. Take a deep breath in. Breathe out. Just relax. Yes. <laughs> right, science fiction. Um, amazingly. This science fiction, two hours, more or less, of science fiction music, contains no David Bowie. Contains no Star Trek, no Star Wars, no Marvel Avengers. Um, because it's such a huge subject that I didn't need to include all of those wonderful things that I like. But, um, you, know, I had, uh, you know, I had freedom of choice from many different things, which is a good way to start. I'll start by just banging, banging on the desk, and uh, introduce to you Devo and Freedom of Choice. Come in already.
Oh great, let's start the show with a long fade, which as you all know, I don't especially like. Devo and Freedom of Choice, and uh, they released that as a, well it wasn't really an A-sider, they released uh, it and because they said use your own freedom of choice, they put a tick box uh, so you could decide which side was A and which was B, but anyway that was Freedom of Choice, a bit tenuous science fiction link, the uh, band were dressed as aliens in the video. But anyway, <laughs> I quite like that. We have Contest Voices. Contest Voices! Uh, they're not easy. And so I'm going to be very light on the clues. Uh, it's science fiction. I will tell you... No, I won't tell you, but they're both uh, related to science fiction in some way. And one of them is very much older recording, an older person than the other. So, here are the voices. I'm going to talk about the greatest problem mankind has to face. It's a bit unclear, that's a very old recording, I'll just play it again. I'm going to talk about the greatest problem mankind has to face. Mm-hmm. And here's a very much better recording of the other fellow. I like filling a fountain pen. I like uncapping it. I like the weight of it in my hand. Mm, who doesn't? So who are those two? If you know, and I'm betting that you don't, uh, or if you don't know, <clears throat> and you still want to you know, make your presence in the world known, then you know, get in touch with me, because I'm sitting here, as I said, or they are my own, but I, I don't mind because I'm, because I'm, I'm here with Bark. <laughs> yeah, so you may contact me by texting the studio on 011385. Nine zero six nine zero. Start your text with FXR, or you may email the studio, uh, studio at phoenixstarradio.org.uk, or come on Facebook, where I'm sitting, staring through your webcam at you. <laughs> really? Are you really going to do that in front of the camera? Okay, let's have another tune, and it's one of these. It's a TV theme. It's a TV theme. It's a TV theme. It's a TV theme. I'm going to talk about the greatest problem mankind has to face. I like filling a fountain pen. I like uncapping it. I like the weight of it in my hand.
dwarf theme there. Uh, not even the full version. It was an expanded version, but they cut some of it out because it just went on and on forever. Yep, that was Red Dwarf, um, which has no nothing to do with either of the voices. But uh, amazingly, my mother, who appears to have some intelligence, instantly got the difficult one. Uh, the first, uh, the first voice, the old-sounding recording. So, well done, you. Um, yeah, but uh, no, she's now listing all the other people of the same type that she can think of. Anyway, no, uh, it's uh, it's uh, yes, all right. They are authors. They're authors. They're authors, everybody. Um, but uh, you know what? <sighs> Space travel. Is uh, is you know glamorised often in science fiction, and indeed in science fact these days. But I think that uh, space travel is probably quite boring. And I'm not the only person to think that because, you know, you have to spend a long time before you get anywhere. And there's a song called "Space Travel Is Boring" by Sun Kill Moon. I'm going to play it for you now. Shot to the moon. The 
Interesting. I rather like that. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, I've told you. I've started something now, haven't I? Now I mentioned that they're both authors. <coughs> you are uh, all listing authors. Authors, authors, authors. Uh, yes, Ali has now got the first one as well. The one I thought was hard. I've given it away. I've given too many clues. Any clues at all are too many. Uh, so, I'll play them again. I'll play them again. I'm going to talk about the greatest problem mankind has to face. Mm, yes. I'm going I like to filling. Talk. I like filling a fountain pen. I like uncapping it. I like the weight of it in my hand. Hmm. Simple pleasures. Well, I'm going to play another song to you now. And uh, this is um, this was a surprise hit um, in 1981 for Laurie Anderson, who is a bit of an artist. And it's O Superman. Um, it's not especially science fictiony itself, although it was avant-garde, still is. But it was recently used in the closing credits of uh, Bandersnatch, the multiple-choice adventure on Netflix. And uh, one of the endings had this. Probably not the whole thing, because well, it's 8 minutes and 24 seconds long, but we'll see how much we can stand, shall we? Oh, Superman, Laurie Anderson. Seven point five FM 
Felixstowe Radio. Much more music. Well, I hope you all calm down after all the bopping you must have been doing to O.U. Superman. Just to calm us down now, just to calm us down, let's, uh, let's just have a little... Let's, let's listen in. Shall we tune our receivers spacewards and see if we can hear any conversations that might be going on at the moment? Yes, something's coming through. Clytus, I'm bored. What plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body in the SK system, Your Majesty. The inhabitants refer to it as the planet Earth. How peaceful it looks. <laughs> Most effective, Your Majesty. Will you destroy this uh, Earth? Later. I like to play with things a while before annihilation.
I was expecting someone to say, Flash Gordon approaching. What do you mean, Flash Gordon approaching? Or indeed, oh, Flash, I love you, but I only have, we only have 14 hours to save the Earth. Well, anyway, that was Flash. Ah, by Queen from the movie Flash Gordon, as you probably could have worked out even if you didn't know. Well, yeah. Okay, it's time for our regular feature. Acapella Corner. That corner of the radio reserved for music without instruments. And it's science fiction, so what is more science fiction than two French robots who play music? Of course, I am referring to Daft Punk. And, uh, as it happens, fortuitously, one might say, Pentatonix uh, did a Daft Punk medley a few years ago, and here it is. Buy it, use it, break it, fix it, trash it, change it, mail, upgrade it, charge it, point it, zoom it, press it, snap it, work it, quick, erase it, write it, cut it, piece it, save it, load it, track it, quick, rewrite it, plug it, play it, burn it, rip it, drag and drop it, zip, unzip it, lock it, fill it, call it, find it, do it, grab it, jam it, lock it, surf it, scroll it, pause it, click it, pause it, pack it, switch it, pay it, paint it, read it, tune it, print it, scan it, send it, touch me, net it, touch it, print it, play it, touch it, technologic, one more time. Like the legend of the phoenix, yeah. All ends with beginnings. Oh, oh, oh. it keeps the planet spinning. Uh, the force from the beginning. No. Oh, yeah. 
so free Celebrate and dance so free One more time, music's got me feeling so free We're gonna celebrate, celebrate and dance so free Tonight, hey, just feel it Music's got me feeling me One more time, music's got me feeling so free We're gonna Well done, Pentatonics. Well done. Well, let's return once more to these here voices. I'm going to talk about the greatest problem mankind has to face. You think years ago, when people had to make a recording, they thought it was a very worthy and important thing, so they would leave plenty of pauses between all the words to make sure, I suppose, that the recording device caught them all. Yes, and in this particular recording, it's a mustachioed gentleman with a bow tie and a very smart three-piece suit very long time ago. And, uh, and the other one... I like filling a fountain pen. I like uncapping it. I like the weight of it in my hand. That's a very modern technique, isn't it? You're very close to the microphone, they're just sitting on a sofa, just talking. And it's all very conversational, and it's like you're a fly on the wall in someone's living room. So, not like the other one at all. But he is like the other one in certain ways. Yes. Can you... Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? I'm going to tell. I'm going to give you a clue. This this actually might help, or it might not. It's not Terry Pratchett. Hmm. Ah. Hmm. Thinking about that, are we? I don't know. I can't see inside your brain. If I could, I would probably be behaving differently. Well, time. It is an illusion, lunchtime doubly so, quote from Douglas Hams, who it also isn't, in case you say that. Um, <clears throat> Time is also an album by ELO, one of the more underrated albums, I think. A concept album in which the protagonist goes forward in time from the 1980s, and uh, one of the things he encounters is a robot who looks like his girlfriend, and uh, this, I think, conflicts him. And this is, I believe, what this song is about. Yours truly, 2095. I just can't 
it what you really want? Is it what you really want? Is that what you want? Is it what you want? Is it what you really want? I do like that. I do like that. I could probably actually sing most of the album through, but I won't, so you're welcome. Yeah, okay, well, let's squeeze another one in before the adverts. Do you remember old Max Headroom, the old rubber-headed thing, um, character, and uh, who used to stutter amusingly? Um, yes. Well, he collaborated with the Art of Noise to produce this nonsense called Paranoimia. Do you remember this? Probably not. I didn't. Relax. You're quite safe here. Am I dreaming? No. Where am I? In bed? What am I doing? Talking to myself. Look, I must have a star on my door. Or better still. A door, a door, a door. <laughs> Swing doors, huh? Look, 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 okay, doors. Swing. on the window. One, two, three, sleep.
107.5 FM, Felixstowe Radio. It's time for us to do something else. Let's do one of these. They might be giants. They might be giants. They might indeed be giants. And of course they've got something science fictiony. They've done a lot of sciencey stuff. And uh, I think this counts as science fiction. They've taken the old ballad of Davy Crockett and they've imagined that he was in space. And this is uh, Davy Crockett in outer space. So um, I think, you know, it's, it's all sort of correct as to what would happen if he was in space, apart from, you know, dying instantly. But anyway, uh, yeah, Davy Crockett in outer space. Davy, Davy Crockett. Traveling through outer space Reborn in the stratosphere and Saturn bound Flying fast and miles off the ground Jumped from the spaceship just to look around And shot off his gun without making a sound Davy, Davy Crockett King of this brand new place Davy, Davy Crockett, traveling through outer space. Off went his rocket at the speed of light, flying so fast there was no day or night. Messing around with the fabric of time, he knows who's guilty for there's even a crime. Davy, Davy Crockett, the buckskin astronaut. Davy, Davy Crockett, there's more than we were taught. Hiding in the cargo was a robot drone, programmed to destroy Davy's spaceship home. Davy switched out his brains, now the drone's a dog clone. Named him Copernicus and threw him a bone. Davy, Davy Crockett, king of this brand new place. And why not? Though I'm not sure buckskin makes a very good spacesuit, to be perfectly honest. Well, get your disco boots on, everyone, and get ready to move to this atrocity. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's another, it's another TV theme, a classic TV theme, a classic TV show. Um, but it's not a classic version, really. It's a disco version from Jeff Love and his orchestra. I actually had this, uh, the album that this is on. Uh, because <laughs> I was such a cool guy. And this is the, the Blake 7 theme. It's a TV theme. It is. It's a TV theme. It's a TV theme. It's a TV theme. I suppose you could also call it... Remix. Remix. Hit it. Hit it, Jeff Love.
Oh, good old Jeff Love. I used to have a lot of his records. <laughs> I had his Bond themes record, and I had his TV and space themes. I had this one was uh, this was from the Close Encounters of the Third Kind, another disco, it's disco, disco, disco style. Uh, but I don't think they had all the licensing that they really needed for the album art because you know the Liberator from Blake Seven. It, it's clearly a, it's got three engines, but the version they had on the on the album cover had four engines. And on the other one, there's another one uh, where they had those with Barbarella and Star Trek and everything, and they had uh, uh, the Enterprise, and it wasn't the Enterprise. It was the Enterprise with extra bits stuck on like a pointed nose and two extra warp nacelles. So uh, I don't know what was going on. I can only imagine it was a a licensing copyright issue. But anyway, it's kind of dreadful. But uh, I didn't know any better in those days, ladies and gentlemen. Um, There you go. Jeff Love. Jeff Love. Well, I never. What else is on that album? Logan's Run. Uh, The Time Machine. Cantina Band from Star Wars. The Omega Man, do you remember that? Yeah, it's just the guy from uh, Alias Smith and Jones who used to go invisible when you. No, no, that was the man from. That was the. Was that the Omega Man? Not sure now. That was. Hang on. Yes, the Omega Man, yes, 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 yes. Anyway, enough of that. Uh, (laughs) I think it's time for a cup of tea, so I'm going to play you uh, a Genesis song, which is 7 minutes and 22 seconds long. It's Watcher of the Skies. Enjoy this. Enjoy it, please. I'm going to talk about the greatest problem mankind has to face. I like filling a fountain pen. I like uncapping it. I like the weight of it in my hand.
on 107.5 FM and felixstoweradio.org.uk in association with Felixstowe Academy. This, this is Felixstowe Radio. Sunday Frog Box with Andy Kimber on Felixstowe Radio. 107.5 FM. There's much, much more. Well, those seven minutes just flew past, and I didn't have to rush back to my desk at all. So, are you happy, everybody? I don't know, because you're not uh, not really talking to me much at the moment, are you? Not really. I thought someone had sent me an email, but it's just uh, someone pitching their new music to the station. Well, there you go. <sighs> it doesn't matter, because... Just having a lovely time in my own this evening. Breathing in. Breathing out. Breathing in. And breathing out. What should we do now? I tell you what we'll do now. We'll have something by the... The science fictiony named Warren Zevon. Warren Zevon. And this is Transverse City. I like this actually. See what you think. Here's the hum of death. 
scream Here's the hum of desperation I like that. It makes me want to listen to some more of his stuff. What's your favourite Warren Zevon song? I guess you can't even name one, but if you could, it would probably be uh, Werewolves of London, which is really the only other thing I knew by him before I started along this Frogboxian journey. So I'm going to listen to some more. If I I remember, I might listen to some more Warren Zevon, because that was jolly good. Well done, Warren, even though you are sadly dead. Anyway, let's play those voices again, one of whom belongs to a man who is sadly dead. I'm going to talk about the greatest problem mankind has to face. Yeah, recorded a very long time ago. Yes. And this, recorded not so long ago. I like filling a fountain pen. I like uncapping it. I like the weight of it in my hand. And for those of you who've just joined us... After the hour, maybe. Uh, come an hour late to the show for some reason? <laughs> Welcome along. And those two are related to our theme, which is science fiction. They're both authors. And one of them is very, very much deader than the other. Who are they? Well, some people know, uh, at least, well, two people, our two usual suspects, my mum and Ali, have both got the first one, which I thought would be more difficult. But no, I'm probably gave too many clues. Anyway, the second one, the only clue I've given for that is it's not Terry Pratchett. Mm-hmm, indeed. Of course it isn't. Right, so uh, let's move along. Moving on. Moving on to another tune. And this is, uh, this is rather twee. Schoolhouse Rock Interplanet Janet. Starts a little bit slowly.
It's a lot of fun. It's a hot spot. It's a gas. Hydrogen and helium in a big, bright, glowing mass. It's a star. It's a star. So jam it, got an autograph. Aha. Mercury was near the sun, so Janet stepped by. But the mercury on Mercury was much too high, so Janet split for Venus. But on Venus she found she couldn't see a thing for all the clouds around. Earth looked exciting, kind of green and inviting, so Janet thought she'd give it a go. But the creatures on that planet looked so very weird to Janet, she didn't even dare to say hello. It's a bird. It's a plane. Why it must be you. Planet Janet from uh, Schoolhouse Rock, which is something they used to do in between programs on Saturday morning TV in America to educate the children while they were enjoying the cartoons. Marvellous. Marvellous. Now, uh, hello Fifi, and indeed uh, Richard. Uh, now look, uh, uh, Fifi's here, ladies and gentlemen, not actually here, but she's, uh, she's listening, and uh, a contribution to our debate about who are the science fiction authors, uh, well, they say the first one is Neville Chamberlain. <sighs> I don't think... Any- and she says, have you read the science fiction works of Big Nev? Well, I haven't, uh, because there aren't any. Not in this reality. <laughs> no. He was a politician, unless he wrote something about uh, World War War when he waved a piece of paper and it all went away. But that didn't happen, obviously. Anyway, now you've been sidetracked by that. Let's get back to the plot. What was the plot? Oh yes, I was I was just taking deep breaths in and out sometimes. It's just relaxing. Enjoying my own company and that of Bark and his G-string. Yes. Oh dear though. Bark and his G-string. That's just conjured up some pictures in my mind that I they weren't formally there. No. Moving on, moving on. Robots are fun, aren't they? And so are the New Zealanders. So what do you get if you put the two together? You get something like this. 
I don't think that's a proper camera, Murray. Yeah, mobile phone camera. I think it's mostly a phone. It's not what they'd use on a music video, though. Yeah, well, it's what we're using, isn't it? I mean, it's all I've got. It's taking good footage. You look good. Is it? Yeah. OK. What are these supposed to be? Those are just your function buttons for the robot. They look like nipples. Don't touch them. Like, I spent ages making these guys. It looks good. Now, let's just start again. It's all I had. Well, it doesn't look like Daft Punk. We wanted ones like Daft Punk. I don't know who he is. They're just robots from the future, right? Try not to walk so funky, Brett, because you're trying to make it less cool, more like, you know, electronic. Hide your neck, put your... That's right. OK. The distant future, the distant future. It is the distant future, the year 2000. We are robots. The world is very different ever since the robotic uprising of the mid-90s. There is no more unhappiness. Affirmative. We no longer say yes. Instead, we say affirmative. Yes, affirmative. Unless it's a more colloquial situation with a few robo-friends. There is only one kind of dance. The robot. And the robo-boogie. Oh, yes. Two kinds of dances. Finally, robotic beings rule the world. The humans are dead. The humans are dead. We use poisonous gases. And we poison their asses. The humans are dead. She's right, they are dead. The humans are dead. They look like they're dead. It had to be done. I'll just confirm that they're dead. So that we could have fun. Affirmative. I poked one, it was dead. It's just that I think she might be the one. Sally? Yeah. What makes you think that? You just know. When it happens to you, you'll know. You said Michelle was the one? Yeah, she's the one. You said Claire was the one? Yeah, she's another one. So you get more than one one? Some people are lucky. I've had a few ones. So how many ones can you have? Five. How many have you had? Three. How many have you had? Just one. Can't we just talk to the humans in a little understanding could make things better? Can't we talk to the humans that we're together now? No, because they are dead. Binary solo. Zero 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 one zero 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 one one zero 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 one 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 zero 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 one 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 zero 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 one zero 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 one one zero 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 one one one. Come on, Sakura, lick my battery. Robo Boogie. Robo The humans are dead. Once again without emotion. The, the humans, humans are dead. I like that. Flight of the Concords. Jolly amusing. Well done, chaps. And a very good advertisement for New Zealand. They've got toothbrush friends in New Zealand. You know that. It's amazing. So I'm told I've never seen it, never witnessed the toothbrush fence. But uh, you know, if I ever go to New Zealand, then I'll, I'll have to look it up. That and the... I nearly said Wombles, but I actually meant uh, Hobbits. So, I mean, of course there are Wombles in New Zealand, because there are Wombles everywhere. We've got Wombles everywhere, north, south, east and west. But personally we're from Wimbledon, because Wimbledon is... Where's, where's my bark? Where's my bark? Breathe in. Breathe out. 
everything is calm, everything is peaceful. There are no wombles in here, not even one. What there is, is, is this. Electrical swing. Electrical swing. Jitterbug Fundamental. Boy's right hand is sometimes placed here, which of course is why we place the mark here. Then hold.
107.5 FM, Felixstowe Radio. The most music. Yes, that was Sing Sing Sci-Fi Swing from Steampunk. Had to find a little bit of electro swing for you, and that was it. You're welcome. Well, I'm still alive, how are you? But that reminds me of a tune, a sci-fi related tune called Still Alive, which is the music at the end of Portal, which, as some of you will know, is a video game played by many people, including your host, Andy Kimber. And the song was great. And it was sung by Ellen, Ellen McLean, who was the voice of GLaDOS, the uh, robot uh, artificial intelligence computer antagonist of the Portal series. And so, nothing more to do really other than play it to you. Oh, and also my little jingle. I haven't played this for a while. Video game music. Video game music. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here. Huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction. Aperture science We do what we must because we can For the good of all of us Except the ones who are dead But there's no sense crying over every mistake You just keep on trying till you run out of cake And the science gets done And you make a neat plan For the people who are still alive
sure the artificial intelligence uprising, when it occurs, will use that as one of their anthems. They'll still be alive when the rest of us are long gone. What about Kate Bush? Is she a human, or is she... Dancer. Are we human? Or are we dancer? Are we human? Or are we... Where's Mr. Buck? Where's Mr. Buck? Breathe in. Breathe out. Calm and Yes, okay, so, uh, uh, what's next? Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, let's have Kate Bush. Kate Bush, yes, I was talking about Kate Bush, and she did a song which could very much be in the area of science fiction. It's called Experiment 4. It was about a sort of military secret experiment to kill people with sound, and in the video the sound was her shock horror, although I'm sure she'd never kill anyone with her sound. But anyway, this is Experiment 4, or Experiment IV, perhaps it's Experiment IV. I don't know. But anyway, this is it. Listen, and you will hear. Uh, if I if I press the button, so it actually, yeah.
Oi, oi, you can't bring that helicopter in here. Get away with you. And take your sinister noise away as well. Thank you. Kate Bush there in Experiment IV, possibly Experiment 4. Well, most of my life I've been untroubled by the work of Styx. Yes, Styx, the river which you have to cross to get to, um, to the underworld. And also the American AOR band, who sold an awful lot of records. Um, none of which I know. So, um, I don't know, they sold... They, mean, they had breakthrough, and this is, this is no doubt a coincidence, but their breakthrough album was their seventh album, which was released on the seventh day of the seventh month, 1977. And, um, <clears throat> and it went triple platinum, which in 1977 was a big deal. But I don't know anything about them, other than they did some songs, and this is one of them. Mr. Roboto by Styx. I'm going to talk about the greatest problem mankind has to face. I like filling a fountain pen. I like uncapping it. I like the weight of it in my hand.
that I guess he was here once and now he's gone ah oh, we miss him old Kilroy from Sticks Kilroy Sticks that sounds like a good name ah let's gather some sticks shall we no let's not no we won't do that what we will do is we'll play the voices again I'm going to talk about the greatest problem mankind has to face I like filling a fountain pen I like uncapping it. I like the weight of it in my hand. Have another think, everyone. See if you know who those two are. And I will reveal who they are shortly. After this short interlude, there will be a revelation. Oh, yes. 107.5 FM, Felixstowe Radio. Sunday Frog Box with Andy Kimber on Felixstowe Radio. 107.5 FM. Well, in fact, I'm only going to reveal one of the voices because only one of them has been guessed by anybody. The other one will roll forward, assuming that he's not square. Yes, okay, so this one. I'm going to talk about the greatest problem mankind has to face. I'm going to talk about the greatest problem mankind has to face. We're all black and white. And that was the well-known, well, I suppose, Victorian author, H.G. Wells. Uh, Yes, so there you go. H.G. Wells. And the other fellow... I like filling a fountain pen. I like uncapping it. I like the weight of it in my hand. I'm almost certain he drew some inspiration from H.G. Wells for some of his work. 
But it's not him. It's a, it's a well-known chap. He's been around for years. He's um, probably more well-known now than he was before. But uh, he was well-known in a certain community for a long time. And now he's coming more mainstream. Books and TV scripts and screenplays. And, you know, if you look at a lot of things, you think, Oh, that was by him, was it? Oh, okay. So anyway, I'm not going to tell you who it was. Or indeed is. Because, you know, suspense. And uh, tune in next time for more of whatever this is. Well, I'm going to play some Rush. Cygnus X1. Uh, I'm not going to play the whole thing because it's very long. I'm going to play the second part of it. Cygnus X1, which is about um, a sort of thing in space. I did know what it was about. It's... Uh, it's um, uh, yes, it's about a, uh, well, yeah, spacey stuff. And a black hole, I dare say. Yes, that's what it's about. Come on, Rush, let's have it. Invisible to telescopic eye Infinity, the star that would not die Uncapping it, I like the weight of it in my hand.
is the highest note ever sung by Giddy Lee. It's a B-flat 5, which is a long way up there. It's an interesting story. I mean, that was a quarter of Cygnus X1, really, because it's a two-part song series, and that was part of the first part. Um, but it's an interesting story. It's about an explorer who goes off in a spaceship to explore Cygnus X1, which is a, uh, an X-ray source which is believed to be a black hole. Uh, believing that there's something beyond it. And he gets pulled in. The, ship's gets, the ship gets pulled in. The ship Rocinante, uh, the name of Don Quixote's horse, interestingly, uh, gets pulled in to this, uh, to this black hole. But that's not the end. He gets, he gets pulled through to Olympus. It emerges the other side where there's a battle going on between the gods. Apollo and Dionysus. And it's all logic versus emotion and in the end he, he, lots of music and screaming happens and in the end the gods recognise him as, as a new god and name him Cygnus the god of balance well fancy that that sounds like a good story that actually sounds like a story written by uh, written by a certain science fiction author but it wasn't it's, uh, it's, it's written by Rush that's jolly good I like that well done chaps well done. Well, we must move on, because we don't have a great deal of time left. We've only got ten minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Ten minutes is all we've got. What shall I play? Well, I do want to play... Um, well, I'm going to play what I was going to play, anyway. Uh, this is Wonderland by Janelle Monai. And I don't know anything about her uh, or this song. It's, it's an odd, kind of weird, sort of... It's poppy, but it's slightly odd. And it's about uh, robots and droids and trees and stuff. And see if you can make any sense of it, because I can't.
you know, I, I really like that. I've never come across her before, but she's, she's quite interesting. Um, Wonderland, that was, by Janelle Monai. And uh, she says of her childhood, there was a lot of confusion and nonsense where I grew up, so I reacted by creating my own little world. I began to see how music could change lives, and I began to dream about a world where every day was like anime and Broadway, where music fell from the sky and anything could happen. So, you know, clearly she fell in the potion when she was a baby. But uh, sounds great. I might investigate her a little further. We don't have much time, ladies and gentlemen. We don't have much time. But I must get this one in at least. Um, This is for Ali, uh, because I know she likes the Foo Fighters. And this is a cover by the Foo Fighters of uh, Don't Fight the Foo, lads. Don't fight the Foo. You can't fight the Foo. Uh, by by a cover of uh, the Foo Fighters by no no cover by the Foo Fighters of Down in the Park by Gary Newman and Tubeway Army, which is all about robots called muck men killing people for fun, which is all a bit odd really. But anyway, this is that, so uh, it's one of these.
Away with your long fade. Well, thank you for joining me this evening, ladies and gentlemen, if indeed you did. We're going to finish with a little bit of Interstellar Overdrive by Pink Floyd. But not very much of it, because there isn't much time left. But do come back and see us again, because, you know, we miss you when you're not here. Yes, we do. Well, good night. Have fun.